Today is the 14th day of December. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It's it's fantastic, right? It's wonderful to be here. Wonderful to have this place to be around the global campfire as we navigate through December together and the festivities before us and the scriptures before us. We've been working our way through the minor prophets in the Old Testament. That's how the Old Testament ends. And so today we're reaching another one of those minor prophet books. And uh, this one has a bit of a a twist to it. We'll be reading the book of Jonah. And Jonah was a prophet who lived in the northern kingdom of Israel, basically uh, just west of the, the southern portion of the Sea of Galilee during the reign of King Jeroboam. And we've read a number of the prophets in the scriptures, and we know that the Bible uses the prophets to call their own people, the the Jewish people, the Hebrew people, to repentance. Jonah's mission was to go to a totally different city and a totally different people. He was to go to the city of Nineveh, which is one of the largest cities in the world at that time. The ruins of ancient Nineveh are, are still existent near the modern city of Mosul in Iraq. A lot of a lot of those ruins were damaged. Uh, and, and some of the unrest that has been in that region, but they still exist. And Jonah did not want to do this assignment whatsoever. God commanded him to go to a people who were enemies of Israel and enemies of God. And so, so Jonah ran away. Opposite direction, total opposite direction. Ran to the Mediterranean coast, got on a boat near Tel Aviv, what would be modern Tel Aviv, and took off. And it's famous. This is a really famous story from Sunday school because Jonah ends up in the belly of a a great fish. And after three days of repenting, he is spewed out on the shore alive. So for we who believe in Jesus, we can see the uh, foreshadowing of Jesus in this story. But it also has so many parallels in our lives. When we let fear and arrogance and pride and all of the things that just pull us into darkness, and we let those things lead us into darkness, we will find ourselves on the run from God. That's probably, we probably already know that, but we probably don't maybe fully, completely understand that there is no running from God. Jonah, he's swallowed in the open sea by a great fish, which is a tragedy, but the tragedy becomes his salvation. He would have died and drowned in that storm. The journey would have been terrifying inside of a fish. But God used the fish to deliver Jonah alive to dry ground to finish the mission, which he does, and he doesn't like it right to the very end. But we'll see that all because we're going to read the entire book of Jonah today. One day the word of the Eternal One came to the prophet Jonah, Amittai's son. The Eternal One said, Get up and go to that powerful and notorious city of Nineveh. Call out my message against it because the wickedness of its people has come to my attention. In hearing those instructions, Jonah got up and ran toward Tarshish from the Eternal's presence. He went down to the port at Joppa and found a ship bound for Tarshish. He climbed aboard paid the fare and made himself comfortable in the hold of the ship. Not to be deterred, the Eternal One threw an intense wind at the sea. 
The violence of the storm put Jonah's ship in jeopardy of breaking apart. The sailors panicked. They started running back and forth, throwing cargo overboard to lighten the boat. Every man out of desperation cried to his own deity. Eventually, a sailor found Jonah down in the hold of the ship where he had lain down and fallen into a deep slumber. When the captain heard, he went down and woke Jonah up. How can you sleep so deeply? Get up and call out to your deity. Maybe your deity will see what is happening and save us from this catastrophe. The sailors said to one another, You know what we should do? We should cast lots to find out who is ultimately responsible for our distress. So they cast their lots, and Jonah's name was chosen. And the sailors said, Who are you? We must know who is responsible for this disaster that would swallow us in the sea. What do you do? Where are you from? What country is your home? Whom are you descended from? And Jonah said, I am Hebrew, and the God whom I worship is the Eternal One, the God of heaven. He made the sea and the land, so he controls them. After interrogating him, the sailors were terrified because Jonah had told them he was running away from the Eternal's presence. The sailors said to Jonah, What have you done? Because of you, we're all going to be killed. What should we do to you to make the sea calm down for us? And Jonah shouted back, God is using the sea to punish me. So pick me up and throw me into the sea. Then the sea will grow calm again and you will be safe. This is all my fault. This great storm of my God's anger has built against you because of me. The sailors ignored Jonah's advice and tried to row back to land. They made no headway because the violence of the storm kept growing. And the sailors said to God, Eternal One, please, we beg you, do not kill us as if we had murdered this man, and don't punish us as if we'd killed an innocent person. We understand that you, Eternal One, do as you please. At that, they grabbed Jonah by his arms and legs and threw him overboard. And when they did, the raging sea grew calm. The sailors were even more terrified of the Eternal One. They offered sacrifices to him and made promises to him. The Eternal didn't let Jonah die. He chose a large fish to swallow Jonah. For three days and three nights, the prophet Jonah sat safely inside the belly of this fish. To his God, the Eternal, Jonah prayed from inside this great fish. With desperate cries, I beckoned the Eternal to hear, and he answered me. From the belly, the place of death, I cried out to you, and you have responded to my voice. You threw me into the watery depths and cast me into the middle of the chaotic seas. The waters closed in around me. Your waves broke over me. Your surf swelled as I sank into the depths. But then I said to you, I have been driven out from before your very eyes. Still I know I will gaze again on your holy temple. The waters swallowed me. The deep abyss was covering over me. Seaweeds were wrapped around my head, trapping me as I sank down to where the mountains are rooted to the earth. I went down to the place where death's gate would lock me in forever. Yet you lifted me up from the pit, eternal one. You are my God. Only as my life was fading away did I remember the eternal. To your sacred dwelling, your holy temple, my cries did rise to you. 
Those who worship worthless idols turn their backs on God and renounce their loyal love. But I will sing to you and sacrifice to you with a voice filled with thanksgiving. Whatever I promised, I will certainly pay it, because deliverance is from the Eternal alone. Then the Eternal One directed the fish, and it vomited Jonah onto the shore. The word of the Eternal came to the prophet Jonah a second time. Get up and go to that powerful and notorious city of Nineveh and pass on to them the message I'm giving you. Having learned his lesson, Jonah yielded to the Eternal's command and headed on the road to Nineveh. Now Nineveh was an important city, so large that it took three days to travel throughout it. Jonah had barely begun to walk the first day's journey into the city when he stopped. Shouting to the people of Nineveh, Jonah said, After forty days, Nineveh will be annihilated. With that announcement, the people of Nineveh started to trust in Jonah's God. Every person, whether young or old, rich or poor, male or female, fasted and wore a sack as a sign of remorse for his past wickedness. The people of Nineveh told each other about this until the news made it all the way to the king of Nineveh, who ruled the entire Assyrian Empire. The king changed from his royal robes to sackcloth, and instead of sitting up high on his throne, he sat down low in the dust. He sent an official message to his subjects. By order of the king of Nineveh and his nobles, no human being, animal, cattle, or flock may taste anything. None of them may go out to eat or drink any water. Instead, let both humans and animals cover themselves with sacks. That all who belong to this empire call to God sincerely and turn from their wicked ways and violent acts. Perhaps Jonah's God will show mercy and relent from his judgment. Perhaps out of compassion he will not unleash his fierce anger against us, and we may be spared. God saw all they did and how they turned from their evil ways. So he relented and decided not to unleash the disasters he said he would through his servant Jonah. The mercy God extended toward Nineveh upset Jonah terribly. The more he thought about it, the angrier he became. So he prayed to the Eternal. Eternal One, isn't this what I said would happen when I was still in my own country? This is exactly the reason I ran away to Tarshish in the first place. I know how you are. I know that you are not like other gods, that you are full of grace and compassion, that it takes a lot to make you angry, and that your loyal love is so great that you are always ready to relent from inflicting misery. Eternal One, since you didn't kill them, please take my life away from me, for my death now is so much better than my life tomorrow. The Eternal One said, Jonah, do you have any good reason to be angry? Jonah headed east out of the city instead of west toward his home to look for a place high above the city to sit down. He found a suitable spot and built a shelter from the hot sun. He sat there waiting to see what might happen to the city. Then the eternal God chose a gourd plant to grow up and shade Jonah from the discomfort of the intense heat. The large, thick leaves of this vine made Jonah very, very happy. But at dawn the next day, God chose a worm to chew through the gourd's vine. At night, it shriveled. 
Then when the sun rose, God chose a scorching east wind to blow. As the sun beat down from a cloudless sky on Jonah's head, he became faint. Again, he asked to die. My death now is so much better than my life tomorrow. The Eternal One said, Do you have any good reason to be angry about this gourd's vine? Jonah said, Yes, I do. I'm angry enough to die. The Eternal One said, Jonah, don't you understand? You care about this gourd's vine, and yet you didn't do anything to make it grow. You didn't plant it, water it, or protect it. It appeared one night, then died another. Should I not have pity on that great city of Nineveh, where there are more than 120,000 people who do not know their right hand from their left, and also many animals? Revelation 5 And then I saw a scroll in the right hand of the one seated upon the throne, a scroll written both on the inside and on the outside. It had been sealed with seven seals. Then a mighty heavenly messenger proclaimed with a loud voice, Who is worthy to break the seals and open the scroll? No creature of creation in all heaven, on all the earth, or even under the earth could open the scroll or look into its mysteries. And I began to mourn and weep bitterly, because no creature of creation was found who was worthy to open the scroll or to look into its mysteries. Then one of the elders consoled me. Stop weeping. Look there. The Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, he has conquered and is able to break its seven seals and open the scroll. I looked, and between the throne and the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders stood a lamb who appeared to have been slaughtered. The lamb had seven horns and seven eyes. The eyes are the seven spirits of God sent out over all the earth. The lamb came and took the scroll from the right hand of the one seated upon the throne. And when he took it, the four living creatures and twenty-four elders fell prostrate before the lamb. They worshipped him. And each one held a harp and golden bowls filled with incense, the prayers of God's holy people. Then they sang a new song. The four living creatures and twenty-four elders sang, You are worthy to receive the scroll, to break its seals, because you were slain. With your blood you redeemed for God people from every tribe and language, people from every race and nation. You have made them a kingdom. You have appointed them priests to serve our God, and they will rule upon the earth. When I looked again, I heard the voices of heavenly messengers, numbering myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands. They surrounded the throne, the living creatures, and the elders. The thousands of messengers said with a great voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy is the Lamb to receive authority and wealth and wisdom and greatness and honor and glory and praise. And I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and beneath the earth and in the sea and all things in them echoing the messengers to the one who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory 
and power throughout the ages. And the four living creatures kept on repeating, Amen, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped him who lives forever. Psalm 133 A song of David for those journeying to worship. How good and pleasant it is when brothers and sisters live together in peace. It is like the finest oils poured on the head, sweet-smelling oils flowing down to cover the beard, flowing down the beard of Aaron, flowing down the collar of his robe. It is like the gentle rain of Mount Hermon that falls on the hills of Zion. Yes, from this place the Eternal spoke the command. From there he gave his blessing, life forever. Proverbs 29, 26 and 27. Many people vie for special treatment from a ruler, yet genuine justice proceeds from the eternal. The right living are disgusted by the actions of the unjust. Likewise, the wicked are disgusted by the ways of the righteous. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this, this territory that we're moving so rapidly through in the Minor Prophets. So quickly that we're reading books in a day and absorbing that. And we ask your Holy Spirit to help us as we've gone through the book of Jonah today. We know the story of the great fish, Jonah and the whale, but... Often we don't think about the implications of running away from you into a storm. May we take the lessons that are apparent before us and consider the ways that we just simply don't want to obey you and so we're going in the opposite direction, thinking we're going to get away with it, thinking we're going to outrun you or hide from you as if. Help us to humble ourselves under your mighty hand that in due season you will lift us up. We pray this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com, that is home base. It's the website, it's where you find out what's going on around here and it's Christmas time around here. So for Christmas this year, as I've been mentioning for the last couple of weeks, we printed vinyl albums of the Daily Audio Bible music and package them beautifully so that they're like commemorative collector's edition things in small quantities and made them beautiful. And all of the resources that come from the proceeds from this are invested into what's coming next year, which is brand new everything. A brand new home for the global campfire and a brand new daily audio Bible app and a much more stable environment for us to operate from. And so thank you for your partnership on that. You can find these at dailyaudiobible.com or in the app. Just go to the shop and in the shop you'll find the Christmas section and you can look at everything there. Thank you so much. And if you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible before the end of the year, thank you profoundly, profoundly for your partnership. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. 
where the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. And I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Blessings, dear Audio Bible family. This is Rose. Today is December the 5th. I was going to call in for prayer today uh, to seek for wisdom to know how to deal with my brother who's been addicted to drugs for 25 years. He's been in and out of different rehabs and I'm just at a loss to know how to help him. But more importantly on my heart now is Blind Tony. I just heard his call in about the fire in his house. Thank God, Blind Tony, that you are okay, that your sister is okay. But we are so standing in prayer for you and asking God to restore everything that the enemy has tried to steal. You are such a blessing to this community and we will be praying so hard Please, if you could just put your email address again on the on the prayer wall. I'd love to reach out. Hey guys, this is Miranda from South Carolina, and I am calling because I actually nanny um, every day. It's my job, and one of my children has a prayer request that they would like to call into you guys because um, you guys are the prayer warriors. So his name is. Ransom, and I'm calling in because my friend Sam, his parents are getting divorced, and he needs some, and his brothers, and he needs some love and support. Thank you. Thank everyone. you. Thank you, guys. Um, I know you guys can handle this prayer and send some love to this family. Hopefully, um, God can bring them back together and build this family back and make them even stronger than before. All right. Thank you, guys. Hi, this is Sally from Alberta in Canada. I just want to lift up Delta Alpha Foxtrot. I can't imagine what you're going through, my friend. But I just know that our God is an amazing, amazing God. And that I just claim in the name of Jesus his mighty, mighty peace that just surpasses all over all understanding right over you today and all your loved ones that you have the strength to just step one foot in front of the other that he'll be a lamp to your feet and he'll just help you to take one step at a time moving forward and I just pray that even though these, these things don't make sense right now you'll just have the grace and the presence and the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ with you and blind Tony I've never heard you feel sounding down but you just sound oh my heart is breaking for you right now and again I just pray that our Lord our Saviour just puts his peace around you right now that you find alternative accommodation, that your home is restored. And just remember, my brother, that our Lord is a faithful Lord. You know that, you don't need me to tell you that. But 
he loves you and I'm just so glad that his angels were around you and kept you safe in that fire and that you still find a place to rejoice in this and I just know that he'll lift you up on his wings like eagles and that he'll just he's just got you in this palm of his hand. Hey guys, it's Eyes of a Dove. Angie, South Dakota. Uh, your grandfather is at stage four cancer um, and he has passed away and you're asking for our family to essentially sit in Shiva that your husband and um, your extended family, they're suffering with this um, unexpected loss. I'm just praying that um, that the Father would come and wrap his mighty arms around all of you and give you comfort and peace during this time of loss. I'm surely coming up on your tail feathers, my friend, as my father is getting close to the end of his life as well. I'm praying for you, my friend. Delta Alpha Foxtrot, I'm praying for you, my friend, for um, as you have also ushered your father into the kingdom of God. Um, I'm praying for you. What a bittersweet time. Flying Tony, I'm um, so sorry about the fire. Um, blind Tony, I apologize. I'm so sorry for that fire in your house. Oh my goodness. Praise God, you guys are all alive. I'm sorry for that destruction that you can't stay in there. And I'm asking God for those resources to come quickly so they can get back in their home. Pamela, we're praying for you in Florida that the enemy cannot kill, steal, and destroy anybody in your family in the name of Yeshua. We pray for physical healing. We pray for mental healing and health protection. Father God, would you come and just put your hand on all of them right now. Lift up our dear Pamela. Um, praying for Rivka. And thank you for praying for me, sweet friend. As your father is also ending the twilight phase of his life, so many of us are losing our fathers. Help her have a supernatural peace and joy um, as she loves her father good. And it's just a beautiful time for them to be together while he packs for eternity. In the vine, I'm so happy to hear you're in a joyful place. God is healing you, your heart and your mind. And what a wonderful ministry that you're involved in, brother. So cool to hear it all about it. Um, Anyways, that's it for now. I'll call back with some more friends. I love you. Uh, cherish yourself and each other. Bye.